Welcome back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. My name is Fred Purdue. I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague and might just be a nice guy, Rick Brown. What's going on, Rick? Good afternoon, Mr. Fred. How are you? I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me I'm all right. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> North Carolina beat the hell out of us for the fifth year in a row. And I ain't liking it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's just start with that uh, game. Uh, no, before we start, before we start we with that game, let's, let's, let's pay, pay some, some bills, bills let's, first. Let's let's tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah. So just so in case we we don't want to scare any of anybody new off. Maybe if you're a Notre Dame fan or something, maybe. But otherwise, mm. yeah, I don't want to scare anybody off. So. Make sure you go follow the show on Twitter, X Twitter, at CFB Overdrive. You can find myself on X Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. Rick, where can they find you in these X Twitter streets? Uh, yes, you can find me at Rick Brown 91, R I C K B R O W N 91 on X Twitter. Shout so, out to my girl, Hannah. What's up, Hannah? How you doing? Check out College Football Overdrive. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So let's just get this out of the way because it, it just, ugh. It, it's not even a rivalry if you don't actually win anything. And after a week where I thought maybe somebody would come out with their hair on fire and punch somebody in the mouth, didn't really go that way. Right. So. My Miami Hurricanes is going facing off against those pesky North Carolina Tar Heels who have beat Miami in five of the last six. Mac Brown. We have not beaten Mac Brown since he came back to North Carolina. It makes no sense. Um, <clears throat> this game, this game follows a debacle. Uh, I think everyone in the college football world knows Georgia Tech, the no kneel game. Is this game should have been, that game should have been in the in the books as a dub. The ACC ruled it ruled uh, Don Chaney not down, even though his elbow is clearly down, and we should have never been there. Okay, cool. So North Carolina game starts out pretty fast, and well. The first drive went right down the field, and then Henry Paris running back fumbles on like the one or two yard line, and that was a precursor of all the silliness that should, that went on in this game. Going to a, a certain slot receiver too often, um, penalties, turnovers, just a lot of craziness. Um, Canes gave up a ton of yardage. Everything that I asked asked for this team not to do, they did, and it just seems like it's the same story every single week. Just seems like it's the same story every single week. Canes give up over what close to two hundred yards on the ground. Just, it makes no sense, guys. What are we doing? 
What are we doing? Over 235 yards on the ground. 270 through the air. Um, just there's not a lot of good from this game. 500 yards of offense given up. Uh, five sacks. Five turnovers. Five turnovers. Mario is not looking good, man. Hats off to North Carolina. You guys gave me the right, the, the win in the picks, but I didn't want to win that one. Yeah. Um, that This game was a <clears throat> game of self-destruction. I think Miami did everything in their power to lose this game more so than North Carolina won, except um, props to Taz Walker. Now we all see why uh, North Carolina wanted this man. This receiver is dynamic. He's fast. He has great hands. He seems to have a good... um, He seems to know the route tree very well and knows how to run routes correctly. And to get himself open. And did I mention his speed? Jeez, he has speed of a Florida kid. Uh, and I think that's kind of high praise. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, he looked... He, even if Miami didn't shoot themselves in the foot, there was nothing they could do with uh, with Tez Walker last night. But besides Tez... <sighs> I mean, your assistant coaches getting penalties, fumbling in the in the red zone, going toward a touchdown. North Carolina had ten penalties in the first half for over a hundred yards, and Miami is. I mean, and, and they're still in this game. It, they shouldn't have even been in that game, and. I do know Mario better corral his coaching staff in because that last night was, it was ridiculous. It was, I've never seen an assistant coach in football (laughs) get flagged like that. I've never seen it. I mean, you've heard mumblings on the sidelines and stuff like that, but he, eh. They looked undisciplined. They looked out of control. Um, and Mario, this falls back on you, bro. You, you know I'm a fan. I'm a big Mario fan, but uh, you can't have too many more showings like this, bro. Keontre Smith, special teamer, inserted in as a quick sub. It is third and 25. You get off the field. And you purposely bump into somebody and then mush him in the face. You oh, have yeah. to know better. You yeah. have you are a fifth year senior. Yeah. How do you can't do things to I feel like I'm I'm about to have a a, a Mike Singletary moment. Cannot win with him, cannot play with him, cannot coach with him, can't do it. I can't do it. 
you know, <clears throat> I, that was a bad loss by Miami. Uh, plain and simple, Miami lost that game. And and I don't want to take away from what Tez and, and North Carolina did, but if Miami doesn't do boneheaded, stupid things, they win this game. I mean, Tyler Van, Van, Van Dyne, as you call him, or what? What, what you call him? Take that nickname back. We might have to take that. We might have to take that. But come on, man, come on. He was stood in there under. He getting pummeled, mm-hmm. and and still dropping dimes. It, it, I, he's he's in there getting hit like uh, uh, a Tyson opponent, taking body blows, body blows, body blows. And still standing in there, you know this game. You cannot blame him for this loss. He may have had one or two bad passes. Maybe I don't even know if he had two that I would just say were just bad passes. And and, and the pressure he was getting, the the oh my goodness, the licks he was taking, and still dropping them in like that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Where where are your objective glasses now? I need them right now because Tyler did not play a bad game. Tyler, the two picks were bad, but beyond that, Tyler did. Maybe one of them. Maybe one of them. One where he was pressured. (sighs) Tyler still stares receivers down. You're a fourth-year junior, dude. Come on. Stop it. Ugly loss. Athletic play. One dude just came out of the Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come on. Ugly loss. Um, with Clemson looming, no momentum. One, two ACC losses now. That's gonna kick you back in the division. Uh, even though Louisville did lose this on Friday, um, to Pitt, does it help? And quite honestly, I'm just. It's gonna take a lot, and I haven't I haven't seen anything over the last two weeks that say you're just gonna rally against Clemson randomly. Clemson isn't dead; they may be beaten and downtrodden, but they're not dead. We'll see. Mario, tighten up. I know it's year two, and I know I gave you a little grace last year. If you lose your, this is on you. If you lost your locker room, it's on you. You had your team playing with the hair on fire, especially on defense. All right. All right. So I'm not going to make this Miami Hurricanes today, but we are. So, but of course we, that was um, on our, on our docket for, for the week. So I got that game right, by the way. I mean, I kind of saw that coming seeing as Carolina just continues to do the same exact thing every year. By the way, we still can't stop counter trade. Can't stop it. Just five years in a row, y'all. They keep doing the same thing. At some point, gotta do different. Uh, we can kind of go in order. We can kind of go in order with this one. So, uh, we had. Oh, actually, real quick before I, you know, I got to do this. So you know, I got to do it. So. You know, the most must-see TV, Pac-12 after dark, definitely after dark. 
uh, one Stanford Cardinal that were one and four. Uh, they faced off against Colorado, and Colorado was up twenty nine to nothing. Now I have a little, I have a little bit of rooting experience in this, being up something like that twenty or being down something like that, being down twenty eight to three. It's it's it was the pro league on the biggest stage, but I have a little experience with this. Hey. If you're up twenty nine to th- if you're up twenty nine nothing, what are you supposed to do, Rick? What do what what are you supposed to do? Run the ball, run the football. And what has Colorado not been able to do all year? Run the ball. And what caused them to lose this game? Not being able to run the football get out of there all you have to do is just keep moving the chains moving the chains and i'm not i'm not even one of these people you have to run it traditionally short passes screens dump offs you got to do something to to keep the clock rolling i didn't like it i didn't like this I, i hate seeing teams lose this way because of incompetent coaching Stanford literally ran the same thing for the majority of the game of the second half. You should never give up. 13 catches, 295 yards, and three touchdowns to anybody. I don't care if it's Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss. Listen, we're putting three people over top, and he's not beating us. I'm assigning two people to that person. Hell, I'm putting Travis Hunter on him, even if he's hurt. Makes no damn sense. But it comes down to coaching. Comes down to coaching. Mm -hmm. Sometimes flash no substance. Mm -hmm. Bites you in the ass. Mm -hmm. And I'll continue to say it. Recruiting. Recruiting success doesn't necessarily mean that you are a great coach rah 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 and press conferences and sunglasses and on and indoors and all this other crazy crap louis luggage no one cares anymore we're, we're playing football at this point i said that this team would only win four games um I, not necessarily who i said they win against but so far i'm holding so we're holding serve here and uh ucla oregon state washington state arizona and Utah Loom. Good luck. Good luck, coach. You've been talking about you've been talking with bowl games. Might want to win on the field first before we start talking and making making plans to go to a bowl game. Okay, cool. All right, let's get I just had to get that one out, out my system. I'm at this point I've been I've been the the hater and the I've been called a certain um I won't I won't give I won't dignify this person's name, but uh, he's a he's a rather large individual. Um, name rhymes with with Fitlock. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I've been called one of him, and I, I personally I take it kind of uh, if I if I'm gonna be him, if I'm gonna tr- if I'm gonna be that, I might as well troll you at this point. 
Okay, since you're gonna um, channel your 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 inner Jason Whitlock, mm, uh, I, I, I was. You can say it. I'm not. I'm not. But yeah, um, it, it, that's that's who you're gonna be. That's who you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. But yes, another. This was the weekend. I, I said this would do. This would be Separation Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you did. This was. Whack! This was this was um yeah this was a typical Halloween <laughs> come early Friday Saturday. there was a, a Friday, Friday was the thirteenth it, it was uh, just weird bad losses by a whole lot of teams and not just uh, Miami and Colorado yes Colorado any team that loses a twenty nine point lead. Going into the second half, that's a bad loss. There, there's no other way you can put it. And yes, it all falls on the head coach, although he's more like the CEO, as we've discussed offline mm-hmm. of the organization. Um, this is all on you, uh, coaching staff. And Fred is right. The road does not get any easier. This this win could have put them a whole lot closer <laughs> to a, a improbable bowl bid that not many people thought could be obtained at the beginning of the season, um, including myself, because as Fred said. We both had them at four wins going into the season. Uh, the road doesn't get any better. We'll see if this team does and if the coaching does. But it's not just on the players. You can't just blame the players on blowing a 29-point lead. I can blame Travis Hunter for getting mossed like he did, but, you know. I think he was still hurt. Yes, I don't know are. if he – and as you said, I, I agree with one point that you said yesterday. He should not have been out there as for as many plays as he was. It was like he never left. Yeah. But it just shows how much of a difference maker he is. He is. I have – he's that much of a difference maker that I have, I've had people texting me uh, – he's a better receiver than corner. And I'm like, no, he's hurt. He's dynamic, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let, you gotta let him rest up. You gotta give him, somebody else has to step up somewhere else. You can't have, that's the beauty of having a a two-way player that we haven't seen a player like this do it like this. I've seen two-way players. I mean, but not full-time two-way players. Kudos to him, but at some point, Coach Prime, you got to know a little bit, do a little, do different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So back to I, I definitely I just wanted to get that one out the way because of course it is Colorado is must see TV at least for now. So we we started the day off. We had James Madison uh, facing off against. Georgia Southern. I said this game was going to be a blowout, <laughs> and it was a blowout. 41-13 Dukes staying undefeated. Um, everything that I expected in this game happened. 
James Madison went up and down the field at will. Uh, you know, it, it just really it said so much that early on they just ran the football how they wanted. This game was 20 to 6 at halftime. James Madison ran off 21 straight in the third quarter, and that was all she wrote. I mean, what else could you ask for in this game? Georgia Southern has a dynamic offense. Clay Helton's a very good coach, at least for the especially at this level. But that team isn't ready just yet. Just mm-hmm. yet. Good win by James Madison. Three hundred eighty-four total yards. Time of possession one. Uh, they lost the time of possession battle, but I mean, if you're just dominating up and down the field. I mean, it when you're able to just run the ball on anybody and do whatever you want to do, it it really doesn't matter. Jordan McLeod, 21, 20 or 31 for 259 and three touchdowns. Oof. Good numbers. Very good numbers. Very good numbers. Um, Elijah Surratt, 105 yards on five catches for a touch. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, everybody did their job. Everybody did their job, and quite honestly, well deserved win by the Dukes. Um, is it gonna change college football? No, but should they win? Are they the front runners to win their division or win their conference? Yeah, yeah, could we possibly have a national champion in James Matters? No, I'm not going. Uh, uh, Hey, UCF did it. I'm mm. just, I'm just saying. Maybe I know it's only mythical six national games. titles. Mythical I know it's six, seven games in a season. I know, I know, it's still early, but you know, those mythical national titles always interesting. You know. Mm. Speaking of a team that might have make a national title run, Oregon, Washington, thirty-six, Washington, thirty-six, Oregon, thirty-three. This game, it lived up to everything that it was hyped to be. And quite honestly, when I tell you, this game came down to Dan Lanning just simply being a gambler. You can't gamble like this in, in high-stakes games like this. Uh, the, QB, the QB duel, Bo Nix, 33 or 44, 337, two touches. Uh, Michael Penix. Your guy gutted this game out. 22 or 37. 302, four touchdowns. The pick he had was a bad one, but I, I can live with it when you just come back out. Just they came out guns blazing early, like early, early. Um ground game looked good. Pass game looked good. Washington just might be a national title contender. And Michael Penix put himself in con- – I won't say he's in control, but he's one – he's right there. He leveled the playing field just a smidge, especially after – and we'll talk about it a little later. Your homeboy, your other homeboy, mm-hmm. his game, he played a not-so-great game. Michael Penix might be – might Washington have a Heisman Trophy winner, maybe? Hmm. Hey, 
Um, shout out to Pasco Highs, uh, Michael Pennis. He he showed toughness. He showed leadership. He was. He showed Heisman like qualities. Yes, he in a high profile game. He shined the brightest. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That game was everything. Um, it, it lived up to the hype. Most definitely. That last drive was great. Uh, Bo Nix, I didn't think he did anything special, but he didn't do anything to hurt his team. He just was consistent. He was solid. A solid game. But when it came down to it, Washington's defense made enough plays. And Dan Lanning chasing points early. Imagine getting that field goal going into half. That's the difference in this game. Um, I mean, I understand being aggressive. I understand you're going to win. You're, you're, you're putting that mindset. And, and yes, if you don't get it, everyone's going to second guess. But I agree with you on the point that in big games, in even Stephen games, yes, you try to steal points, which I thought he tried to do early with the two-point conversion, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, that was fine. I had no problems with that one, but the the you're right, not kicking the field goal. The fourth it down, 20, it would have been 21 22 at half going into the half instead of 22 18. And, and then going for the fourth downs in in a couple of situations when I thought they should have punted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying, man, my defense can't stop them, we gotta keep the ball. I understand, but you you <laughs> I, I just didn't like it. So so the combination of um I, I think Kosey let let um Oregon down in this one. Uh but great performance by Washington. They are um hmm. They are definitely going to get my attention uh, from here on out. Something that got my attention in this one. Number 23, Kansas. Going down early to Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Running 32 points straight. You ran 32 off and you didn't score in the fourth quarter. That's the difference. That's literally the difference. Mike Gundy said, I'm a man. I might be however old he is now. Um, Coach, you did what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Coach ran the ball. 29 mm-hmm. carries for uh, – or I'm sorry, 38 carries for 218 and two tuds as a team. Kansas resilient, very resilient. Jason Bean stepping through, stepping in and backup duty. 
23 or 34 for 412 and five touchdowns. Those two picks, not too good. Kansas isn't Kansas from last year. I think the, the luster is wearing off a little. They're not a bad team. They're just a building team. Hmm. They're building. Yeah. They're building. They're building. They're building. They don't, they don't have the depth that they nor that a team in the Big Twelve that is has been here before should have just yet. But they're definitely not the to the Kansas I grew up watching, where they just got pummeled every week. They just had a football team, so somebody could have a game on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, and literally that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, um, tough. I, again, I, I say this is a tough loss. <laughs> I, I, yeah, a good win for Oklahoma State, but um, I guess it saved um, Gundy from going um, uh, ballistic, but. Yeah, what can you do? What can you do? One of those Saturdays. One of those Saturdays. Going down south, uh, we have the Texas A&M uh, Aggies facing off against the number uh, 19 Tennessee Vols. This game was ugly. Somehow, Tennessee found a way to pull one out 20-13. to 13. Jimbo, I hope you're ready to collect the check. You're 0-8 in road games, in conference, against top 25 teams. 0-8, Jimbo. Jimbo, you've been there long enough, Jimbo, that this shouldn't be a problem, Jimbo. And yet we still keep dealing with this, Jimbo. I feel like I'm talking to a Miami Hurricane coach right now but I'm not. Jimbo, the check was real nice, and I'm I'm glad that you got a nice buyout because your next stop is probably going to be talking about this game, not coaching this game. Uh, good he winner, Rocky Top. You can come join us, right? College Football Overdrive Podcast. Come on, Jimbo. You can go talk about it. We nah. can talk about it. No. Nah. No. Nah. No. no. Okay. 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 No. 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 Uh, Texas A&M led 7-0, 10-7. And that was it. Mm-hmm. After, um, after uh, Tennessee scored in the third quarter to take a 14-10 lead, lights out. They just held on after that, and the people in Rocky Top Land were rocky. Tennessee offensively is not the same team they were last year. Uh, Joe Milton, I thought, would be <laughs> a lot better than what he has been. 11 of 22 for 100 yards. yards. Oh, Jalen Wright God. ran the football really well. 19 carries, 136 on the ground. Love it. But this is not the explosive offense that was ran by 
uh, Hendon Hooker and company last year. Got to find ways to win. Max Johnson on the other side, terrible game. 16 of 34 for 223 and two two picks. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't throw the ball. Uh, and they gave up a punt return for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Evan Stewart, where are you? Four catches, 40, 48 yards. Where are you? Half of that came on, roughly half of that came on one catch. Jimbo. You want to come talk? If you just really want to talk about college football, I we may not be able to afford you, but we can we can take your time. We'll gladly. You like to donate your time, you know. Uh, we have the Marshall Thundering Herd facing off against the Georgia State Panthers. Georgia State put a beat down on them, forty-one uh, twenty-four. This game wasn't close for a while at all, really. Um, Georgia State is 5-1. and one. Sneaky team. I keep saying it. This is a team you don't want to play. They can run it. They can throw it. Uh, Marshall, I think maybe the schedule's taking a little bit of a uh, a toll on them. Georgia State ran 14 off in the, four, in the fourth quarter. Uh, they were up 27-17. It was a close game at half. At the end of the day, you still got to score points. Um, quarterback Granger went off for 234 yards and a touch. Nothing to see, nothing really crazy to see here. Marshall's still Marshall's four and two. I'm not too upset with it. Um, but Georgia State, Georgia State and James Madison are two teams you just don't want to play right now. Just saying. Uh, <clears throat> This was a, a relatively good game, actually. It was uh, 27-24 going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And Georgia State just, uh, uh, they won the fourth uh, convincingly. And with those 14 points pulled away. Um, not a bad offensive game by Marshall, just... They couldn't stop them when um, when they counted, which was the fourth quarter, um, and that did it. That was it, my folks. Taking it down to the SEC, you have Mizzou at six and uh, well, they were five and one uh, facing off against Kentucky, a Kentucky team that thought that Georgia was buying players. What about Mizzou? You you put let them score thirty eight. Did they buy players too? I'm just saying Brady Cook didn't didn't have the best game ever. Uh, uh, no, Mizzou is a journalism school. I say that's fake news. Mm-hmm. They don't buy players. Uh, okay. Well, Coach Stoops, you, you gave up thirty eight, and they didn't throw it a ton. Not the way we we said they would, but. Uh, Devin Leary still proves to be Devin Leary. He's, I mean, two touchdowns, two picks, four, less than 50% for 120 yards through the air. Ray Davis did Ray Davis things, 20 carries for 128 yards. So what was interesting about this game was no one else on the roster got more than one carry. Nobody else, no other running back got more than one carry. 
bad loss, Kentucky. But I can't even call it a bad loss. You guys are doing exactly what I've known you to do for my entire life. You're five and two, and it'll be good. It'll be okay, guys. Georgia's still Georgia's just going to continue buying players, and you guys can maybe come back around in basketball season. Hmm. Good win by Missouri. Uh, mm-hmm. improved to six and one overall and two and one in the conference. Uh, hey, there. <laughs> their journalism school. That's all I can say. Their journalism school that's winning football games. And that's not fake news. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Uh, somebody that wasn't, that didn't have a, a nice night. Uh, you had the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, number 21 in the country, facing off against the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, reigning and defending your homeboy. And the number 10 team in the country, USC Trojans, the team that I said would win a national title. Uh, that, it's not out of the question, but it got a lot harder last night. Caleb, you were due for one of these. You were due for one of these. This is the classic of finesse team facing off against a well-balanced physical football team uh, on both sides of the ball. Notre Dame took a bad L to Louisville last week and they came out and said look we're gonna punch you in the mouth and there's nothing you can do about it caleb williams 23 of 37 for 199 yards one touchdown three interceptions career high career high again they can't run the ball they can't stop anybody notre dame did whatever they wanted sam hartman did whatever he wanted 13 of 20 very 126 yards and two touchdowns and nothing <laughs> outlandish, but efficient. Efficient. Yeah. Efficient. Austin Estime had 22 carries for 95 yards and two touches. Uh, he just They just lean on you. They just lean on you and expect and, – and you make mistakes. That's what this Notre Dame team does. They, they keep everything in front of them. And, Caleb, you just were getting pounded last night. Um. Yeah, this this one was crazy. This one was, I ex I I want to say that I kind of wanted to. I expected this, but yeah. And, and, and as I said on Thursday, I said that um, you expect a Hasman Trophy candidate, Hasman Trophy winner, to win games like this. Unfortunately, he tried to win games like this. I think he was he was like Pat Mahomes in the um in the pro sport. He mm-hmm. tried to do too much. Uh and I, I highlighted that uh on the preview show. I keep saying he, I, he tries to do a little too much sometimes. You know, I, I and you're right. They were pounded from the giddy up in this game. And I, I, they were hit in the mouth, both offensively and defensively. Notre Dame had something to prove. They were the more hungrier team. And they were not letting, um, for the second week in a row, they're not letting teams are playing back. They're not letting um, 
uh, uh, Caleb go deep yeah, or let their skill players get open. Um, five turnovers. I don't care what league you're in, you're going to lose that game. But Notre Dame had 13 first downs. They had the ball for 25 minutes, only 25 minutes, and only had 251 yards. They also got a touchdown from a, what was it, a punt return and a, was it a fumble or a pick six? Mm, it was a pick six. Pick six? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they got two non-traditional touchdowns, but even if you take the 14 points back, it's still 34 to 20. I mean, they just, that was, they bullied USC, which does not bode well for the bully teams that are coming up for USC. Bad loss. Another bad loss. I've said that was the uh, theme for the day for me. Uh, a lot of tough losses. This is one, and this has dropped. I believe has dropped uh, Caleb from the top spot to two, maybe even three, depending on how you view Bo Nix's game. I said it before. I don't think anybody's ever going to win it twice. You have to put up numbers that you – you have to put astronomical numbers up. And typically if you win it, it's – you're never going to outperform the year you had the previous. You have to significantly outperform. And I think it's silly that you have to do that. But I just don't think anybody's going to win a Heisman twice. Again. I just don't. Yeah, some high-profile games still left. So, this is we'll possible. We'll see. Uh, we had UCLA uh, facing off against Oregon State. Um I just don't trust – at this point, I just – I don't trust Dante Moore, a freshman quarterback, who keeps throwing pick sixes. Um, Oregon State, 36-24 over UCLA. DJ did do what DJ does. Uh, not an ugly game, not a bad game, an efficient game. Not even – really, I, I wouldn't even call it mm, – yeah, over 50 for 50 percent, 266 and two touchdowns. He did what he was supposed to do. Uh, Dante Moore continues to have a pick fest, uh, 14 to 33 for 165 yards and three picks. Coach, at some point, take the man out, take the man out. Okay, just take him out. Do you? Are, do you really not trust your backup quarterback at this point? Probably don't. But you're getting, he's killing your team. Beavers win this game and continue um, their march to a potential Pac-12 championship. They're 6-1. and one. Not bad. Yeah. Um, not bad at all. Uh, Oregon jumped out to a 13-0 lead and just maintained it basically. Just mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I, I've, I've learned this week that I cannot pick um, Pac twenty four games. I, I just don't know. I thought I knew this conference. I don't know this conference. This conference is just stupid. 
each and every week. <laughs> it's complete chaos in this conference, and yet they have the best, one of the best chances of having a at least multiple national championship or a playoff um, playoff team. Last but not least, uh, we have the NC State Wolfpack going down twenty-four to three to the number 17 Duke Blue Devils without their star quarterback, Riley Leonard. Uh, Duke still holding serve. I I told you I don't trust this NC State team. I will not trust this NC State team. And the basketball school continues to find ways to win. Okay, it is what it is. Um, Henry Bean, the fourth uh, Duke backup quarterback, four of 12. This is how embarrassing this is. You should never lose to a team that completes four passes. Four of 12 for 107 yards and two touch. So that means four of his he, – he completed four passes, two of them for touchdown. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thir- uh, 194 yards on the ground as a team. Good win for Duke. Good for them. They find um, – Find, just found a way to win. Just simply find a way to win. Right, coach? Find a way to win. Right. Just win, baby. Um, one of those one of those four was a was a big tud, 69 yards. Um, yeah. You can tell when the backup when when Duke has their quarterback go down, you can tell. Um at some point they're gonna run into somebody that and I, I know who that somebody is. They're they're um at Florida State. Next week, um, it stops here, guys. It stops here. Season: Florida State, Louisville, Wake Forest, North Carolina. That's your next four. You're probably losing three out of four. Nothing wrong with that. Duke, you've had a good season. Your quarterback went down. The fact that you're five and one and you're ranked and you're third in the ACC is respectable. Okay? Plain and simple. A lot of teams in the ACC would like to be there. I would love to be there. I would love for my Hurricanes to be there, and they're not. So, um, if I remember correct, oh, big injury. You're the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, thirty-seven twenty over Vandy. You let Vandy score twenty points on you. Um, yeah, Brock and Brock Bowers went down with an ankle injury. Mm, mm, looks scary. Your best playmaker. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't that's, know. That's hard. Uh, Michigan 52-7 to over Indiana. Ohio State 41-7 over Purdue. Florida State, the aforementioned Florida State, uh, 41-3 over Syracuse. That game was kind of ugly in the first half. Jordan Travis got hurt but came back and did everything he needed to do. Penn State laying in the weeds just quietly. Hey, guys, don't talk about us. Granted, it was Massachusetts, so it was UMass, so 63-0. Um, but you're you're doing what you're supposed to do. Alabama, number 11 Alabama doing what they're supposed to do, 24-21 to 21 over Arkansas. Um, yeah, Nick Saban gave credit to K.J. Jefferson. When you're that basically, he basically said, when you're that big and that strong, and you throw somebody off like a a gnat on a on a on a horse's ass, you're a hell of a football player. Those are his words, not mine. Of course, you know you got to have some kind of crazy 
crazy saying, right? He's been he's definitely been uh, been down in uh, Tuscaloosa too long. Um, yeah, so nothing too crazy beyond that. Cal was up on Utah early. They Utah ran off thirty four straight, and that was the end of their their story. Uh, bad loss. I got to talk about this one real quick. Bad loss. Washington State number nineteen was a complete completely obliterated by Arizona, who has had who has quietly had a pretty good season and finding their way back. I told you guys at the beginning of the season and preseason, I said well, Arizona may be poised for a pretty good year based on how they finished last year. They started off terribly, but forty four to six, you scared you scared USC. Uh, you scared a couple other people, and now just punching people in the mouth. Wow. So all I can say is mm. wow. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, bad loss. Sticking to the bad loss team. I mean, theme. Um, my Merlin Terps <laughs> at home. Welcome back home. Welcome back to to reality. I guess Ellen, uh, the fighting Illini. Uh, bad Thirteen and loss. a half point favorites, by the way. Bad, 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 bad loss. Um, bad loss. There's nothing you can't sugarcoat it. Uh, in the swack. Um, Alabama State beating Jackson State mm. 24-19 um, on the road. Um, big big win from for Alabama State. And Alabama A&M beating Grambling 45-24 on the road. Again, um, those losses... If I'm not, let's see. So, fam needs two wins to win the East, then. The magic number is two to win the SWAC East and get to the SWAC Championship. Actually, I think it's one, but um, they're undefeated. They get one more. Da 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 da. Two. Yeah, give me two. Give me two. Okay. All right, so let's look ahead to week eight. We got some big matchups. And just kind of to kind of give you guys something to, to think about before we when we come back and reconvene here to talk about it. Number six, Penn State. Number three, Ohio State. This is one of those Mitch, Ohio State has a two game season. This game in and the, the the against the people up north. So, um, Ohio State, Penn State, that's going to be a big one. Uh, Oklahoma, UCF. Oklahoma's undefeated. UCF isn't the same UCF. Hey, UCF, this is what it's like when you're in a real conference and not claiming national championships in a a group of five school conference. It is what it is. Uh, Number 19, Washington faces off against Oregon after both teams losing. Uh, who's playing for second place right now in the Big 12? I mean, I'm sorry, in the Pac-12. Uh, third Saturday in October, 
third Saturday in October. Uh, Alabama, Tennessee, definitely going to be one. The Stogies will be coming out. We'll see. Tennessee isn't great. It doesn't look all that good, and Alabama just keeps grinding wins out. Doesn't It doesn't have to be pretty. You just have to win one. One game at a time. Great coach. Uh, Auburn, Auburn and Ole Miss. Uh, Auburn quietly is not a terrible. It's not as terrible as I thought. They, they're a 500 football team. Ole Miss, we haven't seen them in a week. Uh, we'll see how they bounce back. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. This used to be a big game. Definitely not mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Michigan, hot take. Michigan jumps Georgia for to be number one. From the reigning and defending number one uh, undefeated national champion. Just nah. nah. It does it mean anything in the grand scheme of things right now? No. Uh, but I think Michigan deserves to be the number one team in the country. They've dominated everyone they played against, despite the 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 very lax um the very soft schedule. Uh, Duke, Florida State, we talked about it. That's going to be – I mean, it's a ranked game in ACC play, but Florida State is going to overpower them quickly. Um, USC and Utah, we'll see how Utah uh, – despite the quarterback issues, they keep chugging along. How does you – this game last year, uh, Caleb Williams didn't, got punched in the mouth last year. We'll see how that, see that, how that goes. My Canes, they visit they, – um, they host the Clemson Tigers. Uh, Washington faces Arizona State, that scrappy Arizona State team we I, I told you about the last few weeks. Watch out for a letdown. Yeah, could this be another? Could this be a trap game? Mm, this is the traditional trap game. Mm-hmm. You win something big, and and this is what that, that that's where we could be. And then we and last but not least, you have Stanford and, and UCLA. I feel a little bit better about Stanford after their win against Colorado. Who knows? I might pick them. Who knows? Never know. You never know. So, uh, yeah. So that is the end. That is we. That's our wrap up for week seven uh, of college football. We. It, it seems like as soon as college football season comes, it goes. Uh, we just keep. We're firing them off every week. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to the show. Make sure you follow us on X Twitter at CFB Overdrive. Make sure you follow myself on Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. Check on your boy, man. Check on your boy. Because it's been a rough two weeks. It's been a rough two weeks. Rick, where can they find you on X Twitter? They can't find. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you find me at uh, Rick Brown 91, R I C K B R O W N 91 on X Twitter. Uh, be nice. Just, just, just be nice. All right. So. Or else. Or else. Ooh, or else. Okay. Okay. So, until we reconvene uh, on Thursday to talk everything, to, to break it all down for week eight. In a, in a big, this, is, this one reminds us of a couple weeks ago where we had some real big matchups. Now it's the big conference games. This, is, this, is gonna, this might be the se- uh, separation Saturday part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what this might be. So um, I'm here for it. My, Mario, tighten up. Make sure you guys stay safe and peace. Peace. <laughs>